Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Send your emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and Twitter, it's at the Roy Green Show. So, Looking at a headline from Global News, RCMP Intel director charged in major case was top advisor to former force head. Uh, this, of course, has to do with the arrest on Thursday of Cameron Ortis, the director general of intelligence in the RCMP Strategic Intelligence Unit. A major issue, a major issue. Uh, great concern not only to this country, but also to uh, many of our allies. And it was the Americans who alerted Canada to this reality or the allegation at this point. Tom Quiggan is the primary contributor to the Quiggan Report, a podcast based on issues of free speech and national security. He's also worked with the RCMP, the Canadian Armed Forces, the UN, and uh, his book is Submission, The Danger of Political Islam to Canada. Tom, thank you for the time. Uh, First question is, how can this happen and go undetected, perhaps for years? Well, Roy, that's a classic problem when you have somebody operating on the inside. The most single damaging form of infiltration into an intelligence system is when it comes from the inside itself. Uh, And unfortunately, we here in Canada tend to have an attitude where we don't want to look at this sort of stuff because we think it doesn't happen here. So, for instance, Richard Fadden, who was at the time the director of CSIS 10 years ago, warned that the Canadian government was being infiltrated. Uh, He said and inferred directly that it was, you know, China doing it and many others as well. But he almost lost his job for speaking out about that publicly. I remember that. Yeah, there's a real resistance here in Canada to believing this sort of thing can happen, so we don't take it seriously. And now, unfortunately, boom, it's right in front of us. And it's it's a major, serious problem that's going to have repercussions for years. So this is, as has been described, uh, as Canada's nightmare scenario. Um, Mercedes Stevenson, uh, Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global News, will be joining us later on this, uh, use that term, nightmare scenario, and it has an impact on our allies. And again, Tom, as you and I spoke about earlier off the air, it was the Americans who, it's reported, alerted the RCMP to Cameron Ortis and what they discovered. Yeah, there's, this is becoming an unfortunate pattern that if one recalls uh, wannabe suicide bomber Aaron Driver here in Ontario, uh, was going to blow himself up in the city of London at a transportation depot, uh, and he was caught not because of Canadian work, but because an American highlighted his suicide video to us and allowed us to track him. So unfortunately, again, we're sort of seeing this sort of lack of will, this lack of uh, real strength in Canada to tackle these kinds of issues is embarrassing again. what's What's been picked up here, and I think to me the most dangerous thing, is two things that jumped out at me. One, it said he had terabytes of information, which is stunning, which means the RCMP computers are not being monitored properly. Because if you, know, you want to know if you're being hacked or if people are stealing stuff, don't monitor what's coming in. Monitor what's going out, and that will tell you where some of your problems are. The other, and perhaps the single most damaging thing so far that's come out, is it said he had a list of undercover operators 
in the material he had. And I think that is probably the most damaging classified information that can be released because undercover operators can be killed. This is serious because not only is it a loss of human intelligence, which is the most valuable form of intelligence, but it also means rebuilding those networks is time-consuming, it's expensive. And by the way, it's hard to get people to be an undercover operator for a police force if it turns out your senior people are, you know, handing out copies of uh, who is an undercover operator. Very discouraging for folks. And I understand that uh, the material that he had was so secret that the officers who arrested him or who discovered the material were not allowed to look at it. Yeah, it's a little difficult to say what's going on there, but typically uh, a police officer in the field or even somebody working for the National Security Investigative Section would have a secret or a top-secret clearance. Um, which would which be like sort of normal. However, someone like a director general probably would have what's called compartmented access or above top secret. There's a number of different uh, words used for it. But it's very a very specialized set of clearances for looking at a very specialized set of information. So yeah, as the director general of intelligence for the RCMP, he would have had a series of clearances above top secret, uh, which means he probably had access to just about everything that's important to Canada on the national and international scene from an intelligence and law enforcement point of view. So again, damaging beyond belief in that sort of sense of the term. So what's going on now inside Canada's and our allies' security organizations? Well, unfortunately, one of the immediate short-term problems will be a bunch of uh, foreign folks, like, say, the Americans, uh, who are part of our Five Eye networks, or the Brits, or the Australians and the New Zealanders, you're going to know that at the working level, people are going to say, hey, Monday morning I was supposed to share this information with the RCMP, or I was going to ask the RCMP something. Now they're going to say, well, why don't we just hold off for a while till we find out what those Canadians are up to. The other problem is, especially with the guy at this senior level, this is not some RCMP constable that was leaking information on a traffic accident or a, you know, a drug bust or something. This is a person who sits literally next to the commissioner. Um, it's going to call into question. Uh, people are going to ask, hey there, Canada, what are you people doing up there? Do you have any counterintelligence capability at all? Are you tracking yourselves at all? Are you paying attention to who you have working for you? And again, this takes us back to the start of the conversation, Roy, that we don't take this stuff seriously in Canada because we think we're the peaceable kingdom and somehow we're isolated from all this. But yet... Foreign interference is a known problem. We have a Chinese problem, we have a Russian problem, we have an Islamist problem, but we don't take this stuff seriously. So there may be a silver lining in this, maybe, in that folks in the government may start to pay a little closer attention to these kinds of things, and that would be good. I had just under a minute left, and when we talk about how our allies react, I remember when Mr. Trudeau pulled the CF-18s out of the uh, out of the coalition that was attacking ISIS, and we were immediately after that not invited to a NATO meeting. Yes, in fact, there were Canadians serving over there at the time who were asked to leave rooms, just like, thanks very much, get out. Um, it is damaging. It makes you look very questionable in the eyes of your allies. And this will go on until there's another major screw-up by, let's say, the Americans or the Brits or the French. So, yeah, it is sort of short- and medium-term damaging uh, beyond just the embarrassment part. Tom, thank you for the time. I always enjoy talking to you. Cheers. Thanks, Ray. Tom Quiggin, primary contributor to the Quiggin Report podcast based on issues of free speech and national security. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Professor Robert Thompson, the founding director of the Blyer Center for TV and Popular Culture at the University of Syracuse. He is perhaps the leading expert in pop culture and the world.
And I'm not the only one who says that. And we're going to talk to Professor Thompson about several things, including the uh, Shane Gillis story from Saturday Night Live, the comedian who has just been signed by SNL and has some questionable material behind him and what's going to happen as far as that is concerned, and Felicity Huffman, whose CV includes an Academy Award nomination and the former star of Desperate Housewives, who's going to jail for two weeks because she cheated to try to get her kid into college, into university in the U.S. Big story. Stay with us. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.